You're listening to the Cultural Curriculum Chat, the podcast that specializes in multicultural education and classroom strategies. I'm your host, Jebe Edmonds. Let's get started. In today's episode, we're going to chat about finding the right books that are culturally inclusive for your home or classroom library. We will explore some of my favorite resources that are all about harnessing a more inclusive framework when it comes to making sure that the books you have on your shelves at home or in your classroom honor and reflect all people. I've got some bonus resources that I've added to my show notes that you can download right now and get this process started, right? <laughs> Let's get this party started quickly. Got to get that cultural process. You know me. I have no shame. So welcome to the Cultural Curriculum Chat. I am Jebe Edmonds, founder and CEO of Jebe Cultural Consulting. I've created this podcast as a space to talk about all things multiculturalism, and I provide you with the best resources and strategies so you can be the best culturally competent person you can be. Hashtag, you're welcome. (laughs) All right, let's get started. Looking for books can be overwhelming. Some of us feel that if it doesn't show up on an ethnic holiday or month, they can't see any other original titles. Well, here's the beauty of this. One amazing author, Jill Eisenberg from the Peers and Pedagogy blog, says that adding more culturally responsive and relevant books to your instruction does not have to be overwhelming, expensive, or time intensive. I agree with Jill because when she says that our library bookshelves should feel intentional, both at home and at school, it should be purposeful and transforming. We need to start reevaluating our books in our classrooms and our home libraries to see if our intentions cause harm to all. Okay, this all sounds well and good, Jeb. I know my listeners are saying this to me, and I feel like I'm on the right track, but how do I know if I'm making any progress in making sure that my students or family members at home have books and resources that are appropriate and not causing any further harm? Well, my most extensive advice for you, my dear listener, is to evaluate what you have on hand first. The Metropolitan Center for Research on Equity and Transformation of Schools has designed the Culturally Relevant Curriculum Scorecard. I'm telling you, it's like a gem of a resource. And it's free, y'all. This scorecard has seven categories that help school organizations and community members tailor to fit the needs of their schools and even their other organizations. As caregivers and educators, you can use this scorecard. You can print it and share it with your school district's curriculum departments or even your parent-teacher associations at any time to help evaluate their culturally responsive materials that they already have on hand. Another bonus with this curriculum scorecard is that they used research-based articles that are STEAM standards and best practice focus. Suppose you're wondering, okay, what does this acronym STEAM actually stand for, Jeb? And it stands for Curricula in Science, Technology, Engineering, 
arts, and mathematics. And I love some research-based practices that work, okay? Trust me, I've been in the teaching scope and to see things that have been run with best practice, it gives you that insight that yes, it's been proven and it works. So just a reminder to all of you listening right now, I have this scorecard right in my show notes that you can download today. Now, it is a pretty big scorecard. There's some some good meat to it. There's about 30 some pages, but like I said, you will thank me later. Now, while you are evaluating the books that you already have on hand, I want you to check out the older diverse titles. Books that happen to be diverse, but older than 25 years might be time for those titles to retire. All right. Last time I checked, I think Peter by Ezra Jack Keats, I think he's looking for, you know, getting his 401k in order. So let's just make sure that our titles are relevant to our students right now. Now, like I said, some of us might have to let go of those book characters that we love so much as a child because it could be causing harm about to our groups of students, our BIPOC students, our students, you know, in different marginalized groups. Um, stereotypes from those book characters could send a message to your current students and your children that don't reflect how we want our classroom community and our home community to feel right now. So with that being said, We have our evaluations in order with this curriculum scorecard, but you also have to go with your gut and books that you remember reading as a child may not be appropriate with your students and your children now. So I was hoping you could take this next step. Start searching and get some really good books. You don't have to spend a pretty penny. Go to your public library if you're on a tight budget. I like to cross-reference my scholastic book list with the list that I'm about to share. So if it's open book night at my school, or if um, I'm trying to make a wish list um, for my teacher wish list for the beginning of the school year, I will have those books on my favorite wish list. That way, if families decide that they would like to donate a book from my classroom library, it'll be right there. Now, if you're trying to figure out what are culturally appropriate, relevant books, my favorite blogs that have amazing resources of books are We Need Diverse Books and The Conscious Kid. Now, both are great nonprofit organizations whose overall mission is to promote literacy and awareness to publishers and book lovers to provide diverse representation that reflect and honor all children. Now, that's a quote from the We Need Diverse Books dot org website. You will find countless book lists from both organizations with fun titles written by diverse authors as well. There are some books out there that do have diverse characters, but it is so, so poignant that we go the extra step and find those diverse authors who are actually writing about experiences about diverse people. So please make sure you dig a little deeper when you are on your search for new books. Be sure to avoid this misstep when organizing your library by assuming a particular group shares the same perspectives. 
From the article, Diversifying Your Classroom Book Collections, they featured author Padma Venkatamran, who shared on her 2018 blog post that said diversifying bookshelves does not mean just checking off one book for each census category. That really struck with me because I feel like a lot of us educators and parents at home are thinking, okay, I have this group of people from this background, so that's good, check. And then I have another one of this, check. And I want you to think about this, that, you know, people in these various groups are not a monolith, all right? We are individuals. So you need to have multiple facets of stories and narratives from different groups. So it means listening to and learning about and loving individual voices, which diverge within our race, within gender, within every label that can be used to group people. Now, this opinion is relevant because we naturally see titles and groups more by category and not so much by genre. Do you find yourself asking, do I have enough titles that focus on that group? Do I have too much focus on this particular group of people? So you really need to be very critical and use your critical thinking skills to help weed out the outdated, the stereotyped, troped characters. Those need to go. And I'm not saying bring it to a donation site where you drop it off so somebody else can get your, you know, can get more harm. Get rid of it. Recycle is your friend. So bring in these new books that you know your students can access that are culturally relevant and reflective in a way that brings new voices and narratives to your students or children that you have at home that we all can relate to in a more impactful, positive way. So that's our show for today. Suppose you'd like to learn more about my multicultural educational resources. And in that case, you can go to my website, at jebetedmonds.com, where you can follow my blog, download my K-8 lesson plans, and learn more about my consulting business. Be sure to write a review on my podcast and share my message with this podcast with your friends. This means so much to me getting a review from you all. It is. It really makes me feel that you are receiving my message in a very calm and kind way. My resources will help provide you with more concepts and insights on our cultural competency journey. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Take care. Thanks for listening to Cultural Curriculum Chat with Jebba Edmonds. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. We will be here same time, same place next week. Take care. Bye-bye.